0: The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon to Louisiana. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. So head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at BetterFantasy.com SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com SGPN. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Head over to manscaped.com and use promo code SGP for 20% off your order and free shipping. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts.
1: All right, everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm Talon Jenkins. Joined with our hosts, we got Joel Meyer and Ryan Gilbert, gentlemen. How the hell are we doing tonight?
0: Doing okay. Got got the weekend here. We got a big slate of hockey tomorrow, all day. So after after kind of a up and down week, we got a big big ten game slate tomorrow after the uh, snow canceled game. So big big slate to get
2: back at it. Yeah, happy that the weekend's here, but. It's only ups for me. There's no uh, lows so far as uh, betting is going. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just can't miss, eh? Just can't miss.
2: Yeah, although I did have a bad beat today. I bet the under six and a half with the Avs Blackhawks, and uh, I was 2 0 going to the third period and then four goals in two minutes. So <laughs> that was a waste but uh, oh, he has one in the end he
1: lost one whatever will we do hey eh? holy shit <laughs> <laughs> all right before we get into it everybody go check out the sports gambling podcast network website that's the place to be tons of sick information and sick pits as well as awesome other podcasts for all the sports right uh football nfl it's been you know it's heating it up there in the playoffs find some cool information uh basketball with the nba college hoops mma golf uh, as well as all of our hockey content, based out of there too. Check it out, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website, and uh, win some money on some sports you don't normally bet. right? It's a great place to go. Uh, as well, another kick-ass, awesome place to go. Get your ass in the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel, especially the hockey group. It's a fucking blast. Place was buzzing tonight. Place is buzzing every night. Shout out to all of our pals and friends in the Slack group, man. I saw, uh, I saw some good shit going on there tonight. It was a good time.
2: Yeah, people yep. must be listening to you, right? Because we're seeing some new new faces in there. Oh, fuck yeah.
0: Yeah, always great to see there. And yeah, check out the website. we got some uh, curling stuff up. We got, we're going to have Olympic coverage every day. <laughs> so anything you want to bet, we're going to have covered. And also, I, said, I keep saying this week, we're growing here. We appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, where you listen to your podcast. If that's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. Or if it's on Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey yes. Leave us a uh, five-star rating and review. We might may uh, have it read on, on next show or something like that. We're going to start doing that at the end of the show.
1: For sure, for sure. And keep those tweets coming, yo. We're getting some love on yeah. Twitter, all right? So it's always great to see that, too. Uh, well, guys, we'll jump into our mortal locks that we have from the last show here. Uh, As always, fuck, Joel, you killed it, bud. Kick <laughs> us off here.
2: Yeah, uh, these ones are pretty easy. I mean, the last... The last show I had some lucky ones, but I think these were the right size all the way. Um, St. Louis were a good team there uh, to play against the Flames on a back-to-back. Plus, there was a little revenge angle. So that worked out. Even though it was Billy Husso in that, and uh, Markstrom played both games. So that, that was a little worrying to begin with. But uh, in the end, uh, the better team, uh, um, maybe not the better team, but the, the team that I bet won pretty easily. Uh, I think it was four to one, and then the the Flames scored a backdoor goal. But uh, yeah, pretty comfortable win there. And then the Vancouver Canucks, uh, yeah, that was I think they were winning five to one at some point. And uh, yeah, I didn't have to worry about that one at all. The the Jets they're just in a terrible slide right now, and the Canucks they keep fighting. So plus one forty five was the right bet there. And then the under oh the easiest bet of all uh, under six and a half between the Kraken and the Penguins. Um, I think there were no goals for two periods and. uh yeah, I think the the Kraken won in overtime, actually. So I actually lean that way as well, although I didn't bet it, unfortunately, even though it was like plus 270. That ought to been nice, but uh, I'll take the under and run.
0: Yeah, Joel's joel got these three as He wins. Blues and Canucks both win 5-1, the easy under there in Pittsburgh. Uh, my lock, I had the Lightning minus 1.5 at minus 130 against the Devils. They won in regulation, but they could not win by two. It was a 3-2 game, so that's a loss. My dog, I had the Kings on Long Island. They had the three two win there. I thought they were thought they were the better team, thought it was a good price for them. So I'm glad I got that win. But then my total, Vegas, Florida, over six and a half. Didn't even really come close. It was low scoring pretty much the whole game. There were a few a few late goals there with the empty net. So tough there. One and two though. I'll, I'll take it.
1: Yeah, for my lock, I had Nashville moneyline against Edmonton, minus one oh five. Uh game itself went into a shootout. Uh, Carter McDavid looked, made UC Saros look absolutely fucking ridiculous. What a 6 shootout goal by McDavid, but it still sucks losing that way. Uh, Oilers did kind of outplay uh, Nashville, though, so I was kind of wrong with that pick. They had uh, 46 shots against. Holy shit. Um, for my dog, I had Anaheim Puckline plus 170 against Montreal Canadiens. This one kind of hurts, boys, all right? The Ducks were pretty much controlling this game. They went up 3-0 after the first period. I was like, lock it in. We're fucking good here. We're good to go. Montreal makes a pushback, and they score with about six minutes left on a penalty shot in the third period to uh, to screw my puck line. So that one sucked. That stung a little bit. Uh, but my total, I had a bit of better luck for. I had the under 6.5 in New Jersey-Tampa. Uh, New Jersey popped off early. I think they scored first in this game within the first five minutes or so. Uh, but it was pretty much a shutdown game after that. It was a five-three finish, so the uh, the six and a half points was just a bit too much. So we uh we kind of called that one. I think we all like that bet unanimously.
2: So sometimes you win. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking with the the Flames' backdoor goal. It was the the Blues scored one near the end there. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, it shows how much pen- attention I paid to the end of that one. <laughs> but yeah, as for your your dog, I think that was totally the right play with the Ducks there on the puck line. They were the much better team. It's just. They kind of got complacent, I guess, and the Ducks came through the back door for real. There, um, so yeah, you deserve to win that plus one seventy bet. Yeah, we might. I was,
0: have... I was pissed off by the Ducks too. I, I had a decent bet on them. They were had the big lead. I was like, okay, let's count that one. Let's get that in there. And it just it just sucked to see the Canadians
1: come back. But yeah, I was praying for an empty nighter But what can you do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on the day after that, uh, I dropped uh, two point one seven units. Ryan dropped one point seven five units, and. This fucking guy, Joel, jumped up 3.85 units. Just running away with everything, eh? Yeah,
2: just give me your money now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Pretty much. All right, we'll jump into some NHL news and discussion topics here, gentlemen. We've got some uh, some big things that have come out from uh ever since last show, so we'll get right into it. Uh, tough news coming out of Colorado here. Nathan McKinnon out at least three games with a facial fracture and possible concussion from what I'm hearing. Now, we did some research here, some deep diving research that you're not going to get anywhere else. This is the kind of content you get here on the Hockey Gambling Podcast. We're like, holy shit, there's no way it's only three games with a potential concussion. What is this? The All-Star break, bro. We forgot about the All-Star break, which is right around the corner. So that's why, you know, he's only potentially missing three games. But uh, still a pretty big tough lock or tough loss out there in Colorado.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um... That was a. It looked like a dirty hit at first from Taylor Hall, but it just a uh, uh, an odd, unlucky stick placement there. He, he bumped his stick right into his face and just uh, bashed it to Smith Smithereens. Um, it's unfortunate to see that could be a concussion involved. Hoping it's just a broken nose, but yeah, you don't want to see it. But uh, he's a tough guy. He'll he'll uh, man up and take it. And uh, hopefully you'll he'll, he'll benefit from the rest and you won't have to go to the damn All-Star game. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he just needs to be ready for the playoffs. That's all that matters at this point. We're running away with this frickin' league.
0: Yeah, the McKinnon got out. It was kind of tough to see, but they still won that game. They still won Friday. night. They're not really missing a beat without him with uh, and uh, Joel's boy there, jumping up to the top line. Nazem Kadri, of course, having a great season there. I saw Joel was uh, kind of upset about Taylor Hall not fighting, and then Taylor Hall came out after the game and said he's not going to fight on someone else's terms. You know what? It wasn't a dirty hit. I kind of respect that. He he got some power plays for his team, but also, you know what? You you have to throw down some time.
1: His big old lip would get in the way if he tried to get in a fucking
2: fight. He's one ugly dude.
1: (laughs) Um, Moving down here... We finally figured out what's going on in the Kane saga, gentlemen. Noted piece of shit, Evander of Kane. Signed a one-year contract with the Edmonton Oilers for $2.1 million. It was great to see all the heroes on Twitter getting all pissy about it. So that made me laugh. But, uh, yeah, maybe he'll, uh, he'll bring that offense, you know, the secondary scoring that Edmonton needs. It looks like they're starting to heat up a little bit here. 46 shots against in that Nashville game. And, fuck, I think they're on a what's that, three-game winning streak or something now. So maybe uh, maybe the tide's turning out there in Edmonton.
0: Yeah, Oilers got that one win. They've won three in a row now, even if they took it to a shootout against Nashville. And now they have another top six win they can put there as long as he can perform on the ice. He might be a distraction off the ice with all of his issues. But, you know, teams or at least a team is going to take a chance on that, like like we've seen with people in the past. I mean, if he performs, they're going to be fine with it. If he doesn't perform, you're going to see some kind of off-ice stuff come up, I'm sure. And maybe they'll they'll try to dump him down in the minors or something.
2: Right. I was wrong about this when I said that nobody would take a chance. Them. Even the team is desperate as the Oilers. But apparently <laughs> uh, the Oilers are that desperate. Uh, I did see some GMs, though, saying that there's no way this guy would be uh, an NHL player going forward. But uh, they're wrong, too, because the Oilers, this is what they need, I guess. More forwards. Um, it's not their problem, I guess. But uh you know if you, if you can score enough goals then you don't have to worry about how many goals uh koskinen or mike smith lets up um but uh yeah this could be a good thing i guess but i i doubt it i i don't think he's a good locker room fit um uh, i don't think this is the move that keeps mcdavid happy uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it, it's worth a shot i guess with one year 2.1 million so uh, the Oilers are going nowhere fast right now So it's it's worth the risk, I guess uh, Yeah, it's, this is uh, The genius of Ken Holland here Hard at work <laughs> Man, they gotta have this guy on fucking House arrest
1: He's got one of those ankle things on If he leaves the hotel room on the road It's beeping off He's got a shock collar on If he goes out in public Just keep him fucking locked in a basement somewhere Bust him to the arena to play And then back to his little fucking hole that's all you can do at this point, eh? All right, moving down here. Tough news out of Ottawa. It's been a tough season. Pesky Sens have had some fun though, but unfortunately, uh, Drake Batherson expected to miss two months with a high ankle sprain. This guy's leading uh, leading the Sens in points here, man. So maybe uh, if you're betting Sens games in the future, start leaning a little bit towards the under. Who knows? But it's a uh, it's a tough hit for the Sens.
0: Yeah, he's kind of come out of nowhere. Fourth round pick in uh, 2017. He had 34 points l- last season in 56 games. He already has that in 31 this season. I mean, he's he's kind of a part of the of the Senators, kind of young core there with Kachuk, with Norris, Stutzel, Chabat there. But yeah, like you said, it's going to be kind of a, a tough loss for them. Maybe that's see their offense take a hit even more than it already kind of does being the Senators um, in the next few weeks.
2: Yeah, I'm going to the list of the teams he played for, and I don't see him on the Leafs. So that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> a talent for uh, caring about uh, a Senators player. It has nothing to do with Toronto. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm surprised to see he's actually. they uh, their leading uh, point-getter. But uh, yeah, this, this is tough for them, I guess, but they're not a relevant team. So at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's not that important.
1: Well, speaking about something that is important, we'll move on down here, gentlemen. The fucking Arizona Coyotes are moving into a goddamn field barn. I played fucking junior C hockey in high school, and I swear to God, the arena we played in looks bigger than this fucking thing. What an absolute joke. You can't have a fucking NHL team playing in a barn that can't even hold, what, like 8,000 people or something shitty like that? Get the fuck out of here.
0: As long as it meets all the specifications, as long as it has the visitor locker room, the weight room, stuff like that, has all all the good accommodations there. You know what? I'm going to say it. I love it. The Coyotes, they're going to get 5,000, 10,000 fans a game no matter what. Let's pack <laughs> them in a small building. Let's make it loud. If you're going to have that, the Coyotes still in Arizona, let's do something like that. Otherwise, maybe move them to, to Quebec, something like that. Get a relocation going. But if they're stuck in Arizona, just fill the lower bowl, fill it all up and, and see what happens.
2: Yeah, you can't do worse than what they're getting already with their fan attendance. Uh, it's I think it's down 8%, which is, uh, it's already bottom of the barrel last year, so uh, I can't imagine what 8% of bottom of the barrel is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's likely a, a matter of time for this team moves. Uh, Gary Benton is already planning his uh, escape plan here for his pet project in the Coyotes. Um, I'd like to see him in, in um, Quebec, but uh, with everything going on in Quebec right now, it's a shit show so (laughs) it it, it might be better for them to go to houston in the near term because you never know what's going to happen there in quebec with all their uh weird restrictions so uh yeah and and, uh this is kind of off topic but uh players are already talking about like they don't want to go to canada so it's going to be hard enough for settled nhl teams to get players let alone one in uh, located in uh quebec there so it's, it's just a little more uh difficulty but it might be a matter of time before Houston gets their first ever NHL team if things keep going like this. I was going to say. I'm
0: going to yeah. have a, a local team to bet the over on there down there. And yeah, and that makes more sense for the <laughs> for the divisions. You, they, you can keep them in the same division, kind of, either Houston, Kansas City, something like that. I'm, and like you, yeah, you brought up a great point. They Quebec isn't going great right now. They don't want to, players don't want to go to Canada. So I I, don't, I could see a franchise having a hard time doing that. So maybe Houston, Kansas City, something like that.
1: No, hundred percent, man. You took the words right out of my mouth, dude. Like Houston or Kansas, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Uh, fuck Quebec City, dude. It's cold. You know, camp, fuck Canada's. You know, it's kind of getting crazy right now, like everything with COVID. Like, and it'd be good to kind of grow the game a little bit, right? It gets to Houston. Do you get a nice rivalry with Dallas and shit? You know, if you get into Kansas, them and the Blues could be going at it. There could uh, there's some chances to uh, to build up some rivalries here, which would be pretty cool for the game.
0: Ready to win money and boost your odds. WinBet has some brand new bonuses, including bet $5 to win $400 in free bets. Also, be sure to check out all of WinBet's Build Your Own Bet boosted same-game parlays heading into the NFL Divisional Round weekend. Most boosts fall between 10 to 15% of the original price. There's great promos, odds, and payouts are all happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free, $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Support for the Hockey Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently lost the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package, Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. We've all had, had some struggles trying to groom down there, trying to get some nicks, nicks and cuts down there, and you know, Manscaped, it takes care of all of that. The performance package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived, and oh man, is it a game changer. Inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming and, dare I say, the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight you need for a more precise shave because this trimmer is waterproof you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor you thought that was good but you want to take your game even further to the next level the performance package 4.0 also includes the weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer the weed whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin safe technology which helps reduce nicks snags and tugs in those delicate nose holes their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas. Your balls will thank you. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their performance package for porno, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself, so go to Manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code SGP.
1: All right, boys. Well, fuck, we got a big 10-game slate here set for Saturday, January 29th. Uh, Like I said, we got 10 games on the docket. You ready to jump into it or what? Let's do it. All right, let's rock this Casbah. Starting off at the 12.30 p.m. spot, we got the Anaheim Ducks against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Ottawa. Anaheim on the money line paying off minus 125. Ottawa on the money line plus 105. Over-under is set at 5.5. Over-paying off minus 125. The under plus 105. Give me the fucking ducks on the money line here. We're going to be quacking against the Sens. I don't get how this line's only minus 125. I know that they've had a long road trip here, but you're playing the shitty Sens. Get the fuck out of here. Anaheim is 9-9-4 nine, nine, on the road. Nothing too special, but Ottawa's six ten and one at home. They stink. They're going to stink. They're missing Drake Batherson as well, as we talked about earlier. Give me the fucking ducks.
0: Yeah, I think we have to kind of all be over the Ducks right here, and that's something if you're a regular l- listener to this, you know we're going to be, be quacking in, in the Slack group on uh, on Saturday afternoon, but it's 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 kind of hard to discount the centers here. They've, they've been playing good hockey. They took the Hurricanes to a shootout and outshot them by 10. They they shut out Buffalo 5 nothing, outshot them 47-32, so they're playing decent hockey. They won two of the past three games, but the Ducks have also, they took the Leafs to a shootout. They came out to that. Big lead against Montreal. They beat Boston. They beat Tampa Bay. So they're kind of feeling themselves right now. You got Trevor Zegers with another lacrosse Michigan goal on on a uh, Thursday night. That was great to see. So I feel like you have to go with, with the Ducks here.
2: That is great to see. I did not know that. That is uh, excellent news for my Zegers rookie of the year <laughs> bet. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. Um, but yeah, the, the Ducks already had their letdown spot against the Canadians, uh, mainly in the late second third periods so i think that they'll get up for this one uh hopefully they'll keep on the gas and they, they should beat them i don't know why this is this line is is so low considering all the injuries to the senators and given that they're not a very good team i think they the senators like to perform best against good teams especially like uh eastern conference rivals like the maple leafs but against the ducks same kind of thing with the canadians they're not going to really Feel this game. It's a cross continent opponent. So, yeah, I I like the Ducks. You're a much better team. I don't know why this line is so low. Uh, um, Yeah, we we should have even a Gibson and that again. So, all the more reason to bet the Ducks. Um, Yeah, I I love uh, the Ducks in the spotter.
1: All right, moving down to the 1 p.m. slot. We got the Los Angeles Kings against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philadelphia. LA on the money line paid off minus one seventy, Philly on the money line plus one forty five. Uh Kings on the puck line paying off plus one forty five as well. The over under set of five point five. Over paying off minus one fifteen. The under minus one hundred five. Ryan, what do you say, bud? Your flyers gonna go fourteen <laughs> losses in a row here, or what's gonna happen?
0: Uh, probably, yeah. I was saying before the show that I, I, I kind of wish this one would get uh, postponed like the Islanders game did because of the snow, but I don't think we're going to be getting enough to do that, and i uh, will have to watch another Flyers game on Saturday afternoon, so get it out of the way early. They've lost 13 in a row, including one of those first losses was in Los Angeles, 6-3 to the Kings. The Flyers just can't score goals right now. They got three against the Islanders last time out, but one was from the corner, bounced in, one was off a defender's skate and bounced in. Game before that, they had one goal. Game before that, they had three. Game before that, they had one. They, they can't score right now. And the Kings have been playing great hockey all month long. They've had four straight unders. They've been playing close 3-2, 3-1 games. I'm kind of seeing something like that here again. So I kind of like the Kings here. and I like the under. You're going to get Jonathan Quick. You're going to get Carter Hart. So you have two good goalies there. Kind of a sleepy afternoon game. So give me the Kings like 3-1, 4-1 here.
2: I like the Kings before the season, and I've loved them for the past few weeks. And uh, looking at the advanced stats here, it's bearing that out. They're number four since Christmas in expected goals for, which is uh, very, very impressive considering all the teams they're ahead, including the Penguins, Knights, Leafs, Bruins, Lightning, Oilers. So this team is actually creating chances. Usually they're, they're more defensively oriented, but... Now they're 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 seemingly really good on both sides of the ice. So I love that. And the Flyers, uh, we've had good good fortune fading them a lot recently. Um, a lot of success there. So I don't know why you wouldn't back the Kings here at minus or less than minus two hundred. I, I love the Kings in this spot as well. Yep,
1: yeah, Kings are looking good in this game. it's hard to take a Flyers team that's lost 13 games in a row. They're bound to get a win eventually. But I don't see it happening tomorrow night against L.A. Or tomorrow afternoon, I should say. Uh, Kings are a strong 9-6-4 and four on the road. Joel, you brought it up. They've looked pretty goddamn good lately, too, the past month. Uh, give me the Kings on the puck line here, man. I'll lay the juice of plus 145 for them to win by two against a struggling uh, Philadelphia team. Like, Brian, you said earlier, last time they played, it was an L.A. win 6-3. to three, And that was only on January 1st. Just makes me like that even more. Uh, Moving down to the 3 p.m. slot here. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis. Uh, Looks like Winnipeg on the money line is paying off. uh, Plus 145. St. Louis on the money line, minus 170. Uh, St. Louis on the puck line, plus 140. Over, under, set of 5.5. Over, paying off, minus 125. The under, plus 105. This is kind of a toughie. I like but feel like the Jets should be better than they are, right? Like they've dropped off a lot this year significantly on paper. They're not a goddamn bad team. I know they've suffered from injury problems, but St. Louis has been cooking lately, man, especially at home. They're 17-4 and 2. I I'll take the I'll take the St. Louis money line, minus -170. A little bit of a safe bet here. Maybe even sprinkle them in regulation.
0: Yeah, I kind of love the Blues here. I mean, you said it, the home record 17-4-2 is is impressive, and the Jets are pretty bad on the road. They're seven, eight, and six, which is uh, seven out of 21 games they've won. So that's one out of three, and they've lost six straight overall. Seven of their past eight, and the Blues are really going in the opposite direction. They've won. They won last time out 5-1. They won four of their past five. They've won seven of their past nine. And you, you we're seeing huso come, come through as maybe the blue starter here. He's 9-2-1, 1.81 goals against, 9.45 save percentage. You should see him on Saturday. So I like the blues here to keep rolling against a, a bad Jets team that's kind of sliding right now.
2: I did not expect to see those numbers that of huso who is not a good goalie, but uh, <laughs> I guess he is at home in St. Louis. Uh, and and Bennington hasn't been... Uh, Hasn't been a star lately either, so I guess the goaltending doesn't matter as much as I thought with this Blues team. That said, uh, I got to be chalkier again. I, I love the Blues here; they're just a much healthier team. The Jets are banged up; they got no confidence; they're losing to everyone and their mom. So it's it's a, a bad spot for them. Uh, Starting another road trip after just uh, one or two games at home, I think. Um, yeah, it's it's not a good spot for the Jets here. Uh, yeah, they're, they're on a bad slide, and they're they're looking to fall out of the playoff run um, if this keeps up. So, yeah, I like the Blues. They're, they're a very good road or home team, as we know. Um, so, yeah, you can only look the Blues way here. And, uh, yeah, the only way this loses, I think, is if Halibut gets back to his uh, earlier season form. He's not been uh, standing on his head lately winning games for them. So, yeah, only the Blues in this spot
1: All right, moving down to the 6 p.m. slot here. We got the San Jose Sharks against the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Uh, San Jose on the money line, plus 225. Florida on the money line, paying off minus 285. Uh, Florida on the puck line, paying off minus 115. The over-under is set at 6.5. Over-paying off, plus 100. The under, minus 120. Uh, Florida's dominant, guys. This team arguably probably maybe potentially the best team in the NHL right now. They are sitting at first in the Atlantic. They got a record of 39 and five. They're looking strong offensively. They're looking strong defensively. They're getting the goaltending from Bobrovsky. They're a powerhouse. I bet a shitload of puck lines so far in this day, but I'm going to take Florida on the puck line as well here. I also do kind of like the under at 6.5. It is a bit of a big number. Bobrovsky's been playing well. I fucking hate James Reimer. I think he's a little nerd. I believe he's expected to get the start here. He is a little nerd. He's a nice From all I hear, he's a nice guy. And that shit, that's cool. But he's a little fucking nerd. Um, and he is returning to uh, Florida. He used to play there, right? So maybe, uh, maybe he's got a bit of incentive to have a good outing. So the under at 6.5, minus 120 is not a bad look either.
0: The Sharks are are they've been sneaky recently. They went into Washington, got a four one win as a big plus two hundred underdogs. They're big underdogs here again in Florida. And they're playing well recently. The past ten games, they're right behind Florida in the expected goals for at fifty three point four nine to Florida's fifty three point five two. So they're playing well, but I mean Florida's they're they're back at home. They they beat Vegas already, so they're back comfortable where they know. So um yeah, I I have to go with the uh, hockey gambling podcast the Panthers here. They're they're back at home. They've won for the past five, and San Jose. I don't see them pull up pulling off back to back upsets. And yeah, uh, the money line's too big, so I'll probably go with the puck line here.
2: Talon said it. Reimer is a nice guy, and nice guys finish last, <laughs> and that means he'll give up at least four goals, which is why my favorite bet of this game is Panthers team total over three and a half. Panthers still. Very close to the top now in uh, expected goals for since Christmas. Um, they're scoring goals for fun. We know this. Even games, they don't look good. They still somehow manage to put up three or four goals. And uh, against the Sharks team that are bottom 10 in expected goals against with the mediocre goaltender, I love the Panthers to score four goals in this spot. So, uh, yeah, instead of the uh, laying the juice there, I just like the, uh, the Panthers to score a lot of goals. And... Um, Hopefully that gets it done, though. If uh, if it's Spencer Knight in that, you might look at the over six and a half there, too. might be a, a good look because, uh, yeah, we know Panthers games tend to go over. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's that's what I'm looking at. Goals galore, especially from the home team.
1: All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. slot again here. We got the Edmonton Oilers against the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is in Montreal. Uh, Edmonton on the money line is paying off, minus 220. Montreal on the money line, plus 175. Edmonton on the puck line, sitting at plus 100. The over-under set at 6.5. Overpaying off, plus 100. The under, minus 120. Ryan, take it away here, bud.
0: I said it on, in slack on Thursday night. The The Oilers are back. They're, they've won three in a row now. They had 50 shots two games ago. They had 46 shots um, on Thursday night against Nashville. Both wins and went past regulation. I don't see that, them needing to regulate past regulation uh tonight or saturday against montreal montreal is a bad hockey team they, they they really are they've lost four straight they've lost 10 of their 11 since the break uh, their only win was in dallas they had a outshot 51 22 and still pulled that one out but i don't see that happening now especially with their goaltending situation it's going to be sam montembo who has a goals against average of 3.71 or primo who has a goals against average of 4.6 probably montembo but and you have Koskinen in that for the Oilers. He's he's been playing well recently. He's kind of found that confidence as the whole team has. So I like the Oilers here to kind of maybe maybe see step on the throats here of the Canadians and get a get a big win here like the Wild did. Maybe at eight-two, not, not something that extreme. But I like the Oilers here to, in in kind of a, a blowout.
2: They're gonna do it for Vander Kane, right? He's the just the <laughs> jump that this team needs to get going again. Uh, I don't know about that, but this team is playing better uh, past few games, starting with that big win over the Flames. Nothing like beating a team you hate to get you going again. Uh, a lot better than whatever the fuck uh, Jim Matheson has to say. Uh, so yeah, the Canadians are a bad team. We know this, and the Oilers, we've seen both sides of them this year. But their uh, even their lows are a lot better than uh, the Canadians' average. So. You can only look the Oilers way here. Uh, again, a team total over three and a half would be a good look for the Oilers. Otherwise, in regulation, maybe money line parlay, something like that. But uh, I can't see the Canadians winning this game, even even in Montreal, even on the uh, the big prime time hockey night in Canada slate spot there. Uh, yeah, all Oilers for me.
1: Yeah, you can't not take them here, right? Give me Edmonton uh, over on the team shot total per game, whether it's sitting at around, you know, 36 or so, maybe 37. Maybe that's even a bit high. It could be lower. Uh, Ryan, you brought it up. They've been fucking peppering goalies the past couple games. And I'm reading right here, guys. uh, uh, Vander Kane's agent, Dan Milstein, tweeted last night saying uh, Vander Kane will wear number 91 for Edmonton. Kane is currently in Edmonton, and the team hopes he can play by Saturday's game against Montreal. So if Vander Kane's fucking suiting up, I'm fucking taking the asshole as the anytime goal scorer. I think he's going to score a goal, maybe even two, and just piss off the t- Twitter crowd. It's going to be hilarious. I'm going to try and make some money off that. So give me Edmonton over on the shot totals and give me Evander Kane anytime goal scorer if he does play. Uh, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot here. We got the New Jersey Devils against Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina. Uh, New Jersey on the money lines paying out plus 240. Carolina on the money line minus 310. Carolina on the puck line sitting at minus 125. The over-under is set at 6.5. Overpaying plus 105. The under minus 125. Fuck, this could be a bit of a... A bit of a shit show. All these games, man, they've been like heavy favorites, right? You can't just keep taking puck lines. Like, maybe regulation won't even pay off that much. I'm trying to find something interesting here, but... I don't know. Fuck it. Give me the under here. John Gillies is... His record's pretty shit, 1-4-1, and but you know, it goals against average of 2.86, that's not the worst in the league, right? And Freddie Anderson's been standing on his fucking head lately. The Canes are strong at home, though, so you know they're going to be firing off shots on all cylinders, but I'll take the high number with the under at 6.5. Yeah, you
0: said this is another kind of a game that could be a shit show. We've seen a lot of big favorites so far on the slate, and we kind of sided with them, and I feel like we have to, again, here with the Hurricanes, even though plus 240 for the Devils is... Is, is not too bad, especially given how they played against the, the, the Lightning. Maybe look for a, a plus one and a half there on the reverse puck line or look for a plus two and a half and some sort of total parlay there. But you know, Carolina's back at home there. They have had two close wins in Ottawa and against Vegas at home, but they have a home game against a bad opponent here in the Devils who or is down to John Gillies. He's, he's been playing well, but I feel like the Hurricanes are a much better team. I can't take him minus three, 310. Um. Yeah, like Talon said, look for look for a goalie game here. Possibly you've had Gillies playing well. Maybe see the Carolina four-two win or something like that.
2: Yeah, another big favorite that I like. Um, uh, the Canes have been oh well, struggling a little lately, but they're still uh, even when they're struggling, they're still putting up a lot of goals, creating a lot of chances. Still top three in the league. Expected goals four, and uh, the Devils. You know they had that. Kind of fluky win against the Lightning. They really showed up in that game, I guess, and the Lightning were uh, a bit soft by their standards. Uh, but other than that, they've been they've been really uh, struggling. So I I don't know how else you can play this game other than the, the home favorite here. Uh, yeah, we got the uh, another great Devils goalie in net, in Gillies. <laughs> so uh, Carolina should have the advantage there. Frederick Anderson, he's been playing well. Top five goalie by nearly every metric. Yeah, Devils give up goals for fun, and uh, Kane score goals for fun. So there's there's only one way you look, and uh, that's why I'm playing the Hurricanes puck line, minus one and a half.
0: Yeah, you, you have the revenge factor here as well because the Hurricanes have won five of their past six games. Their only loss was on the second half of a back-to-back in New Jersey, seven-four with uh, Jack LaFontaine starting. But now you got you got Frederick Anderson against the Devils, who are forced to use their third or fourth-string goalie. So they've they definitely have this one circled. They know they're no the better team. I feel like you could see you could see them blowing them out here. There are never enough things to gamble on, in the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is. Now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. You can win as much as $15,000 with just one entry, and this Saturday they even have a $40,000 contest. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner's circle. Play, race, win. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The NFL playoffs ran full swing, and PropSwappers are cashing in. Like Will from Arizona, who on Sunday night sold his $50, 100-to-1, one 49 49er Super Bowl ticket for $500 on PropSwap. Will locked in his profit when he turned his $50 bet into $500. The buyer got great odds, and the seller made 10 times his bet. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value. There's a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red hot tickets for sale. They have a loyalty rewards program that, re- that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash. And there's a first deposit, deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. So what are you waiting for? Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets.
1: All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. slot again. We got the Vegas Golden Knights against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa. This will probably be the best game of the day, eh? Um, Vegas on the money line paying off plus one thirty five, Tampa Bay on the money line paying off minus one sixty, Tampa Bay on the puck line, sitting at plus one forty five, the over under is set at six, over paying off minus one fifteen, the under at minus one oh five. Julie what are you thinking here?
2: Finally, we got some uh some plus odds to bet. <laughs> uh no more favorites than this one. I like the knights in the in this game. You're getting healthy. Um uh, I heard that uh, Martinez might even come back for this, but that's still in doubt. But more importantly, Stone and Patchetti should be good to go. So I like that they're healthy. Uh, Kucherov recently landed on the cover list, I believe. And, uh, yeah, that, that's a big part of why they're scoring goals in the past month. But uh, the, the, the Knights here, they're, they can score goals as well, especially once they get their guys back, get their power play going. Um, I like them here at plus 135. Uh, they're a decent road team too. 12-7 um, and seven on the road. And uh, the Lightning have been a little, little sloppy as of late. We mentioned their loss to the Devils recently. That was not a good game by them. So they they might be in a little bit of a slump because uh, it's a long season and you know they're gearing for the playoffs. They're a, a wise and veteran team, but the Knights... They want to get something going. Um, They've lost a few games recently and they want to turn it around. They want to win that division uh, so that they can uh, maybe play the Avalanche in the Western Conference finals as opposed to uh, maybe the second round. So I think the motivation is for Vegas. I think the players are turning favors Vegas. yeah, the only thing that favors the Lightning at at, at this point is uh, fucking Vasilevsky, who's just on a tear. He's just the best goal in the league. So if we can get past him, this game will be all Knights. But that, that's why I'm taking the plus 135. Uh, Give us a nice cushion there uh, with the, the, the value on the dog. So, yeah, go Knights, go.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize that that's, I mean, I, I know Stone's back. I didn't see Alec Martinez might be coming back. Pacioretty looks like he's going to be back. So this line should be a lot closer than than it, than it is. So Golden Knights at plus 135 probably is a good price for them. But, I mean, there's good reason for that price. The, the Lightning are streaking recently. They've won two straight, six of their past seven, eight of their past ten. Vegas, on the other hand, has lost two straight, five of seven and seven of ten. And this is the last of a four-game road trip for the for the Golden Knights. It's that southeast United States road trip has uh, gotten kind of tough with the Capitals, Hurricanes, Panthers, and Lightning. They had the one nothing win in Washington. They forced overtime in Carolina. But they lost 4-1 in Florida. So they're going to be kind of desperate to get a, at least a point here. Um, I feel like that's a good price for the Golden Knights at plus 135.
1: You know what I hate to say it, boys, but I'm I'm kind of right there with you on Vegas. They got a lot of momentum, a lot of players returning. You look at these two teams, like statistically on paper, you know, when it comes to power play percentages, you know, penalty kill percentages, things of that nature. They're they're within the same ballpark here, so it has potential to be a good game. But the Knights have just been fucking killer on the road, man. Twelve six and one. They're looking for a bit of a heater. They're currently on a two game losing streak. If they can get a big win against a big win against Tampa, it could go a long way for them, right? I still think they're fake as shit. But give me the fucking Knights on the plus money at uh, plus 135 here on the road. Uh, moving down to the 7 p.m. slots. Who other, boys? Who other? We got the fucking Toronto Maple Leafs against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself was in Detroit. Toronto on the money lines paying off minus 220. Detroit on the money line plus 175. Toronto Maple Leafs on the puck line paying off minus 135. The over-under set at 6. Uh, both over and under paying off minus 110. Give me the fucking over in this game. Leafs are gonna blow them out. Don't even worry about taking a money line. You know, maybe you can get decent odds if you're like in regulation. Probably not though. I think we're gonna see a shootout here, boys. Traditionally, uh, Detroit has showed up for the Leafs uh, as well in division games too this year. Detroit has uh, has looked pretty okay. You know, keeping it kind of close. So I'm kind of liking the over at minus one ten. Uh, Peter Mrazek is confirmed to get the start for the Leafs. He hasn't seen that much rubber this year, man. He's 3-2-0 on the record with a 3.03 goals against average and a .899 save percentage. I think it's safe to say he is a better goalie than that. He also is returning to Detroit. Uh, he did have a couple good years there to start off his career, but I still do like the over here, man. I think uh, I think we're going to see a lot of goals.
0: Yeah, I think the over there is a good look, especially, like you said, Mrazek starting. He'll probably give up f- at least a few to the Red Wings and Ravens second half of a back to back for them. I mean, but you know, I I can't count them out. They they've been decent at home this season. They played they played the Pink Penguins tough on Friday night. So, plus 175 I feel like is kind of too short, but if that moves closer to plus 200 by puck drop, I may be uh maybe throwing something down on that. The Leafs they played a close game against the, against the Ducks got that in the shootout. They lost to the Rangers recently, lost to the Coyotes, so could see Detroit kind of sneaking one at home here, but I, I do feel like the the best bet I do agree with Talon is on the
2: over. Yeah, if you want the, the Red Wings, definitely bet it later. Because uh this line is a little short for the Leafs at this point. I like the Leafs here to win. I bet the puck line immediately. Uh just the much better team. And we know the Leafs tend to perform a little bit better than these big saturday slates with the hockey night in canada crowd going at it uh, um austin matthews especially likes to perform with the uh, national spotlight on him. um yeah the rings had a, a big tight tough grueling affair with the penguins today i think they'll be a little tired so uh yeah i love the, the the leafs here they are they're both tops top uh five six expected goes four and uh bottom or top five, six expected goals against. So there it is a team on fire right now. So as long as Mrazek gets the saves, I think the Leafs should roll in this game.
1: Toronto also 7-2 and 0-1 division games this year as well. Uh, moving down to the 9 p.m. slot. I had to throw that last little stat out there. Pump the tires, <laughs> boys. Pump the fucking tires. Um, moving down to the 9 p.m. slot, we got the Buffalo Sabres against the Arizona Coyotes. Game itself is in Arizona, whatever shit fucking whole barn they're playing in. Buffalo money lines paying off minus 125. Arizona on the money line plus 105. The over under is set at six, over paying off minus 125. The under plus 100. We got a dog shit game, gentlemen. What the fuck do we do in dog shit games? We cheer for goals. Give me the over here sitting at six, paying off minus 125. For what I'm seeing, I don't know the accuracy in this. Craig Anderson might be getting the start. Fucking 40 years old, bald ass, ugly fuck coming out to uh coming out to play a good game here in uh in Arizona. But I think he's gonna get peppered anyways. I think both these teams stink. Give me the over.
0: Yeah, the Sabres are in an interesting spot with with our goaltenders. They have Aaron Dell suspended. Uh, Michael Hauser was supposed to start at least one of the two games this weekend. He was placing COVID protocol. Um Yuko Pekka Lukaden is still out. Malcolm Subban still out. Craig Anderson may return from a upper body injury. He hasn't played since November 2nd. He also was on the COVID list for a bit. Dustin Tokarski is on the COVID list. He might come back. So you could see any number of those guys play here. I mean, no matter who it is, it's going to be probably a pretty bad goalie there. So the over is a good play. But I don't hate the Coyotes here as as a home dog. They played the Bruins tough on Friday night. Got a, got a 2-1 loss there. Um, they're still at home. Sabers lost five nothing last time out against the Senators. Especially if they have whatever goalie starting that hasn't seen some action, you could see uh, Vedmelka put up a strong performance here, even in a high scoring game. I like the Coyotes here at uh, plus one hundred five.
2: Yeah, yeah, I gotta agree with that. Uh, Coyotes have just been playing very tough hockey lately. Uh, even games they lose, they they put some fear into the the good teams. Like that game against the Penguins earlier on, when they were winning by a couple goals there. Ended up being blown out, but, uh, the, the point is that they've, <laughs> they've put up a fight and, uh, yeah, I guess the Sabres though, we'll, we'll see what kind of mentality they have after, after fighting their heart out against the Bruins. You know what? I'm actually into the Sabres here. I just saw the Coyotes get, you know, they, 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 their are hard on the line to beat the Bruins and the Sabres coming into town. Um, They're not going to – I don't know what kind of prize you get for this trash bowl. Um, I don't think they see it either. I think (laughs) the Sabres, (laughs) they're just the fresher team. And uh, they they didn't have the disadvantage of playing the Bruins the previous night. So even with our guy, Vash Milk, that, I like the Sabres to win (laughs) at only minus 125. Uh, This is a shit show. I probably won't be betting this game, but – if I am, it's probably because I'm losing in the money in the earlier games. So, uh, hopefully that's not the case. But uh, in any event, I would avoid watching this game unless you just <laughs> like to see bad hockey.
1: But what if it was Vajmilk against Uka You'd be torn, eh? <laughs>
2: oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's okay. that line? Um, um, <laughs> what, what? The the Yureks, they say it. I love man meat in the morning or something like that. It's like go like, I love vag milk in the morning. <laughs> Fresh.
1: Fresh vag milk in the morning. Oh. Eh? Get the fuck know. out of here. No, no,
2: no. Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys.
1: Looks like Vag Milk's back on the menu. <laughs> right, <boys>. right. <laughs>
2: Get the fuck
1: out of here. <laughs> Moving down to the 10 p.m. slate here. We got the Vancouver Canucks against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Vancouver on the money line is paying off plus 165. Calgary on the money line, minus 195. Uh, Calgary on the puck line is paying off plus 110. The over-under is set at 5.5. Both over-under paying off minus 110. Uh Joel, finish this up for the uh, the Saturday night here.
2: Ah, uh, oh, Vancouver's getting their ass kicked here. Uh, the Flames are just an awesome team right now. They're playing like their asses are on fire, no pun intended. Um, yeah, minus 195 is a pretty high line, but it'll only go up from there. Uh, I would bet it in regulation myself as soon as possible. I mean, we saw the Canucks beat a, a demoralized Jets team, but the, the Flames are anything, but they're playing very well right now. Uh, playing like a top-five team, actually. If you look at the underlying numbers, so, yeah, Markstrom's in net. uh, Even with the Canucks getting their guys back, although I saw that uh, Horvat didn't play last game. I expected he was, but he didn't. But we still got the win there. But he might be back for this one. But all the same, I like the Flames in the spot. Um, Even coming back from that little road trip of theirs, uh, yeah, they're just a much better team. So, yeah, it's hard to see the Canucks pulling out two uh, wins as road dogs.
0: Yeah, Joel mentioned the Flames underlying numbers there. They, in their past 10 games, they have the best uh, expected goals for in the league at 59.16%. Vancouver's playing well, well too, with 53.26%. But, I mean, Calgary had that 6-0 win against Columbus, 7-1 against St. Louis. You're seeing probably the, the odds not being, not being too long right now because they had that 5-1 loss in St. Louis. But that was on the second half of back-to-back. You're going to get Markstrom here again. You're going to have them back at home, where they're kind of, kind of, they haven't been too, too good. They're only six, four and four, but we, we should see that regress kind of more towards, towards the mean. But, you know, I have a big brain bet here. I'm looking at the uh, Vancouver at Calgary. I'm seeing their logos. I'm turning my head a little bit, and they both kind of look like yous. So, could get a goalie game here. <laughs> I'm going with the under. You got Demko versus Markstrom. Um. And and Vancouver's gone under in 25 of 41 games this season. So <laughs> I, I'm going with the under here. That, that, that's my play.
1: <laughs> whoop, whoop. That's the sound of goalie games. I'm fucking right there with you, buddy. We got Markstrom, We got Demko going at it. This has potential to be a goalie game written all over it. And I just tilted my phone looking at the logos and they both do look like yous. I fucking love that play, Ryan. I'm so happy you brought that up. That's a great point. Uh, what did you also like? I'm going to go against the grain a little bit here. I know Calgary's been pretty red hot lately. Uh, Vancouver Moneyline, plus line plus 165. You look at their division records here. Vancouver sitting at five three and four, and Calgary sitting at three five and one. Now I know you know Calgary stumbled a little bit earlier in the year, but so did Vancouver. Man, I don't mind taking the Canucks here at plus 165.
0: We're brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bets hit and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app and it's fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. It's totally free to play. Download today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right,
1: boys, that covers up our Saturday docket here. Um, We got seven games on the Sunday slate uh like always pretty much the lines have yet to be released for these games uh we'll run through them game by game see if there's anything that we'll be keeping an eye out for and as far as sunday goes uh join the sports gambling podcast network slack channel i'm sure we'll all be posting our final picks in there and uh we'll be talking some shit talking about the under that's gonna hit the night before in that vancouver calgary game uh first game on the docket here seven online we got seattle Kraken against the new york rangers game itself is in new york I don't know how you don't take the Rangers here, right? Any which way you can. Money line, puck line, regulation, fucking team total. I think they're just going to beat the wheels off Seattle at home.
0: Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. I mean, the Rangers have kind of been suspect this season. They've had just can kind of bail them out. That was They were unable to do that on Friday night after retiring uh, Henrik Lundqvist's number 30. But Sunday afternoon, Seattle was supposed to be on a back-to-back. They had their game on Saturday canceled. They won in Pittsburgh, Joel kind of called that one in a low scoring game. If if it's a huge fit, huge line there for for the Kraken and I, I may may take a, take a stab bed. at him. <laughs> <laughs> a kind you, of Did you cold. bet it? You, you you said you said you leaned towards the Kraken being bet it. So I mean, it's it's in the air. Yeah, yeah it's it's depending what the line is. I, I I might take take the Kraken here.
2: Uh yeah. Uh, I like the Rangers here. They're Had a rough go of it today against the wild, who are the better team. Um, seems like every team is the better team against the Rangers. They just get bailed up by the goaltending and the power play. Uh, but the power play here should do damage against the Kraken with uh, whatever shitty goaltender they put in net. Um, yeah, I, I like the Rangers in these early game spots for some reason. I'm always used to seeing these East Coast teams play well against West Coast teams against uh, or in the early slot. Maybe it's that. That old body clock. Even though the Kraken have been on the East Coast for a few days, I still like the Rangers here. Um, yeah, if if Shostakins a net, uh, yeah, it's hard to see the Kraken in more than a couple past them. So, yeah, give me the Rangers here.
1: I uh, move down again to the 1 p.m. slot. We got the Los Angeles Kings against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Pittsburgh. Uh, LA on the second night of a back-to-back here, but the Penguins at home. Current home record of 13-5-4. This could be a slaughter, man. I don't know. I I like the Penguins. And on the back-to-back, too, I don't hate the over. You know, maybe we'll see some goals. Pittsburgh's been scoring pretty well lately. And uh, you could see a tired L.A. team.
0: I mean, the Kings shouldn't have too much of an issue in Philadelphia on Saturday. And it's not too long to get to Pittsburgh there. But they could see some fatigue on the back-to-back. So it could, it could be some a tough, tough go for them against the Penguins team that... Is, uh had that loss against Seattle, should be one to come out kind of hot here. Um, yeah, so probably Pittsburgh here, depending on what the line is, but could see the Kings not have to give try too hard in the third period on Saturday, so that may not be too big of an issue.
2: I actually like the under here. Uh, we know how the Kings play. I know I mentioned their expected goals going up lately, but uh, all the same, the Penguins, they like to play. A little slower game than we're used to seeing them play. Plus, uh, if it's Jarry and net, you know he's one of the best right now. Um, they're going to be very defensive. And the Kings, of course, also play a great defensive game. Uh, but you know what? The Kings, you know, that's, there's the Rams playing a little later on, so we'll see how much the <laughs> the Kings players like their football. Maybe they're uh, they just want to get this game over with. So uh, let's just uh, give a little narrative lean to the Penguins. Uh, but stronger play would be under five and a half in this game. I'm assuming that's what the line will be. I was going to say, can you bet the over under on the
1: amount of whistles and play stops in the game and just take the (laughs) under everyone's
2: trying to ride it out. All
1: right. Moving down to the 5. PM slot here. We got the San Jose sharks against Carolina hurricanes game itself is in Carolina, both teams on the second night of the back-to-back here. Uh, Ryan, what are you thinking, man?
0: Yeah, you said it, both teams of second half back to back. Carolina should beat the Devils. The Sharks should lose in Florida, so it's going to be probably just keep keep Carolina going here at home. They've they've had no matter what goalie plays, they they play solid defense in front of them. They're one of the most solid teams in the league, in, in that aspect, I said the Sharks are kind of kind of sneaky, but I'm not sure if they're going to have starting a net behind Reimer on Saturday. So, yeah, you have to go with the Hurricanes here here at home.
2: Yeah, tough go going from. Sunrise, Florida to Carolina. There, uh, yeah. <laughs> let's see. They play at yeah. That's that's not a good uh, not a good little road trip. Uh, 7 p.m., 5 p.m. Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I like the Canes here a lot. Uh, yeah, they get to stay home. Just wait for their opponent to come in, and it's not a good opponent. Uh, going from the Devils to the Sharks so they can just play their B game and they should be able to roll. Um, if anything, I would take hmm, maybe I would lean over, I guess, but stronger play would be Perkins, Buckland or whatever. line Parley, that kind of thing. Uh, I don't see them losing uh, this game with the Sharks, who should be playing. Who's their backup goalie now? There's Reimer and uh, I think it's Aiden Hill. Aiden sure. Hill, right? Yeah, so that's not good for them. So canes all the way
1: yeah it doesn't look great last time these teams played it was a san jose win 2-1 actually as of november of last year that was like i said last year though times have changed uh both teams on a back-to-back too so you will see backup goalies i don't know how you don't take anything other than the canes here right these guys are fourth in the league in goals scored especially on a back-to-back you know pucks on net fucking never know what happens right I'm liking Carolina here. Any possible way, maybe regulation, if it's worth it. Uh, If not, I'll definitely be sprinkling the puck line. Uh, Moving down to the 7 p.m. slot here. we got the Boston Bruins against the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas. Um, Fuck, is Boston playing on the Saturday? I don't think so, eh? No.
0: No, they played in Arizona tonight.
1: Yeah, so they'll be fresh. Uh, Dallas is playing on the Saturday. Or am I going crazy? No, no, lost, no. Lost I'm Boston going tonight. crazy. They lost tonight. That was <laughs> it. Uh, Yeah, either way, give me the fucking Bruins, man. Uh, Boston's been looking pretty good lately. If Tuca Rass plays, you know, I like Tuka. He's a strong goalie. Uh, Yeah, give me the Bruins money line, or if it's not paying off too much juice, give me them in regulation.
0: Yeah, both of these teams kind of screwed me tonight. Boston got the win, but didn't score enough. Dallas didn't score at all. They're probably kind of pissed off coming into this game. Usually a much better team at home this season. They are 14-5 and one at home. Boston on the roads eleven five and two. So I lean Dallas for that, but I I feel like the Bruins, they've been playing better recently. They have kind of, even with Marshand semi-hurt, they've been okay recently. So it's gonna be tough, but I'd I'd
2: probably lean Dallas here. Yeah, it shouldn't be too long odds for uh, Boston. It might be minus one fifty, minus one sixty. So we won't have to do the regulation thing. Uh yeah, they didn't have their best game against the Coyotes. I expected better from them after that uh, big disappointment against the Avs and Wednesday giving up that lead. Uh, the Dallas, yeah, they're starting their losing slide, right? We, we say that they uh, they tend to win a lot in a row, but then they tend to lose a few in a row. So they started the losing stride. So uh, I think the Bruins win this game. Uh, yeah, other than that, I I, I guess I would lean. I would lean to the over, actually. The Stars have been been very leaky defensively, and the goaltending isn't uh, doing the best. And, of course, Tukarask, if he plays, is still a little rusty. Uh, He's only played uh, two or three games now. And, uh, yeah, he hasn't looked totally sharp yet. And Omar is a bit off and on himself. So, I think that this has a potential to go over what I would assume to be five and a half. But, uh, yeah, Bruins over would be my wins right
1: (laughs) now. All right. move down again to the 7 p.m. slot. We got the Columbus Blue Jackets against the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself again is in Montreal. Montreal on the second night of a back-to-back here. Uh, Habs suck. Should be told Columbus isn't that much better though. Um, You still got to take Columbus in this, no?
0: Yeah, I think you got to take Columbus. They they stole a win against the Rangers 5-3. Before that, the night before they got shut out, 6-0. So I feel like I just lean to the dog here. It also depends how Montreal shows up on uh, Saturday against Edmonton at home. If that's kind of a hard-fought game, like it might be between two, two uh, Canadian teams, I, I'll probably lean to the Jackets even more. And you also, you also said, yeah,
2: back-to-back for Montreal. So, yeah, give me Columbus. Well, if you lean to the dog, it'll be the Canadians. They'll be the dog in this game. And I think they do have a chance to win this one. Um... Yeah, two nights back to back at home, but I think that they uh, they lose the first one, they win this one. That'd be my suspicion. I just saw one of the worst games any team has played this year when the Jackets played the Flames. That was just, <laughs> that was just brutal, man. It was like uh, under seventeen women's team playing an NHL team. It was it uh, <laughs> was only one way of action in that one. So that that maybe I'm a little biased by that one game, but uh, that was not two NHL teams playing. So. Maybe I'm a little uh, a little uh, recency bias here, but I I think I'll take the Canadians here on the on the back to back. I think they will lose the first, but win this one. All right, moving down again
1: to the 7 p.m. slot here. We got the Minnesota Wild against the New York Islanders. Uh, game itself is in New York. Minnesota is pretty hot lately, guys. We're currently on a four-game winning streak. Um, I'm not sure if this is going to be the starter or not, but what I'm seeing, it's going to be Kapo Kakinen for uh, for Minnesota. I would lean towards Minnesota, maybe regulation here if Moneyline's not paying off too much. I also don't hate the under in this game, too. Um, you've seen some okay goaltending from Simeon Varlamov if he does play. Between him and Kakinen, man, it, it could be kind of a boring game. And Would you expect anything else out of Long Island?
0: Yeah, that's true. I like the under here, too. Even if it is Sorokin has a 9 6 8 percentage. Cam Talbot probably should start Sunday, I would think. He started Friday and played pretty well. And yeah, the Islanders can't really beat good teams right now. They lost to the Kings. I feel like the Wild are, are kind of on a roll here. They're, they're a team that's playing pretty well. So I like the Wild here a lot as well as the Under.
2: Yeah, Islanders have been playing better since the break, but yeah, the Wild. They're getting healthy again and they're showing it. They're playing better. They had a good game against the Rangers today. Uh, frick, this is a close one for me. Um I'll just have to see where the line goes at this point. But <laughs> yeah, this is probably the, the best game of the day between this and the, the Bruin Stars game.
1: Pass.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, pass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what a show, Hey, eh? What a show.
0: His beloved islanders. <laughs>
1: All right, moving down again to the APM slot here. We got the Buffalo Sabres against the Colorado Avalanche to hold things or close things out here. Uh, I think Buffalo's on a back to back on this one. Yeah. Joel, what do you think's going to happen here, bud? Finish this off. Well,
2: if the ads aren't minus 500 favorites, then I don't know what they're doing. Uh, this is a one way traffic in this game. It should be all Avalanche. They're not losing the. Epic home win streak, franchise record winning streak, sixteen, seventeen games, whatever it is. By now, they're not losing it to the fucking Sabers on a back to back. If they do, uh, it'll be a bad show. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what you want to say. The Avalanche are going to win. They're going to cruise. The Sabers are bad team. The Avalanche are good team. Yeah, um, yeah. Just parlay the the ABS with the Chiefs earlier on. I, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> one more thing. Um, this is a a big day on Sunday. It's the 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 US against Canada, the World Cup qualifying in soccer. So that's going on. Or I think 12 PST. So uh, keep an eye on that one. That 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 should uh, rile up some people if uh, if you pay attention to the original football. No. <laughs> No
0: interest. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're gonna have the Sabres on the back to back. I mean, the, Joel Joel said that the ABS should be minus five hundred if not more in this one. Sabres on no days rest of the season are are one, three, and four. I went over their goalie situation this this weekend. They might have to start Anderson back to back. They might to start Tukarski back to back. They might to split them, and they're still both not kind of ready to go. So. Yeah, you got to go Avalanche here. I can see the puck line even being minus 1.5, minus 150, if not higher. So maybe look for the Avs in a live spot. They've kind of played some close games recently, but I feel like that they could just take it out on the Sabres here.
1: Yeah, take an Avs team total or something like that. Um Colorado is also looking to get their 10th uh, win in a row here. It'd be pretty cool if we had... Uh... You no know, Colorado on a 10-game winning streak for Joel and uh, Philadelphia <laughs> on a 14-game losing streak here for Ryan. So take uh, take the avalanche any way you can here, especially with Buffalo on a back-to-back. All right, boys, that covers up our uh, Saturday-Sunday slate. A lot of good hockey, a lot of other shit going on this weekend. Lots of good football, there's some golf. I think there's a pony race on Saturday, too, so lots of shit to watch. Uh, with that being said, we'll jump into our mortal locks, dogs, and totals here Fuck. Jolie, kick us off with reading the units.
2: Oh, it just gets more and more depressing, doesn't it? (laughs) Uh, Talon, he's at minus 10.98 units in second place. Ryan's in third place, minus 17.92 units. And uh, I keep... uh... Going along, I guess, plus 14.77. I'm not happy about it. I don't like this huge disparity. Uh, <laughs> we got to tighten up. Even if it means I'm losing a few, but you guys got to win a few to bring it closer together because I'm just embarrassing you boys right now.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> we'll fucking kick it off strong this week, buddy. I got a good feeling here. Looking at my picks, I'm starting to doubt myself already, but I don't give a fuck. For my luck, we're going to be looking up in the sky. What do you see in the sky? <laughs> You see, Ducks, I'm fucking quacking. I'm back on that quack train. Give me Anaheim money line versus Ottawa paying off minus 125. We talked about it earlier. We don't know how this line is only at minus 125, but I'm going to fucking capitalize on it. Boys, if this team loses to Ottawa, I'm going to be so fucking <laughs> mad. Um, For my dog, I'm taking the LA Kings puck line versus Philadelphia Flyers, paying off plus 145. I'm hoping LA goes in there and just beats the absolute wheels off a struggling Philadelphia team. I could use the plus money, too. That would help the cause. Uh, And for my total, uh, trying to make beliefs, Detroit Red Wings. Give me the over six, paying off minus 110. I called it earlier. I'm hoping my boy Matthew shows up, goes bar down like titties, and maybe... uh, Maybe Murasic has a bit of jitters on him, you know, and gives up a couple of early ones or something. So give me the over six paying off minus 110.
0: Uh, I'm feeling good about these picks. My uh, lock here, I have the Blues minus 170 against Winnipeg. <laughs> They're great at home this season 17, 4 and 2. Winnipeg, 7, 8 and 6 on the road. I would, even, I would even trust the Blues here to win in regulation around the puck line. Their last four wins have been by two or more goals. The Jets are really on a big slide here. They lost 5-1, 5-3. So I don't want to risk it, though. I'm taking the money line, minus 170. I'll pay the juice. Uh, for my dog, I'm going with a, a very, very slight dog here. The Oilers' puck line, plus 100 at Montreal. I think like they're hot right now. Koskinen's playing well. Canadians have a really bad goalie situation. I can see them blowing them out here in the in a uh, rivalry-ish game there. Then for my total, I'm going with the Kings-Flyers under 5.5, minus 105. Kings are an under team right now. Flyers can't score, so under 5.5 is my play there.
2: Myself, I'm looking to the Canes to get back on track, play some dominant hockey that we know they're capable of doing. They're going to beat the tar off the doubles send it back to hell. Minus 1.5, minus 125. (laughs) My dog is the Knights... Against the Lightning at plus 135, um, we know the Lightning are, you know, they're defending Stanley Cup champions back-to-back, but the, the Knights, they're getting healthy now. And, uh, yeah, Kutra being on the code list is a big deal. We'll see if they can keep their scoring up without him. But, uh, yeah, as long as uh, Vazilovsky doesn't do his thing, the Knights have a decent chance here. So I like the plus odds there. And my total, I'm just going to go keep it simple. Florida team total over three and a half at minus 145. Uh, They should score four goals with ease against the Sharks, whether it's Aiden Hill or James Reimer, the dork. Uh, Nice guys. (laughs) Finish last. So give me the damn Panthers team total over three and a half.
1: Bro, James Reimer looks like the Shermanator from American Pie. (laughs)
2: Straight (laughs) up. (laughs) <laughs> all right guys
1: um, go check out the sports gambling podcast network website that's the place we need to check out all the picks when it comes to hockey basketball football uh what's going on golf mma curling apparently which is pretty fucking sweet uh, probably going to be some cool Olympic coverage there too. So keep an eye out for that. Um, and of course, shout out to fucking everybody in the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack group. I'm feeling a big weekend in the Slack channel, man. I don't know. We uh, we should see some good shit going down. Lots of hockey games. Lots to talk about. The boys will be buzzing. We'll be in there. Check out the hockey channel on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack group. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in that Slack channel.
0: Yeah, I'm feeling a big weekend too. As far as a, a consensus player plays here, I feel like Looking at all of our locks and dogs, I, I agree with all of them. Our totals are, are maybe you guys, I don't know if you'd like the under in the Flyers game, but like everything we say there, Ducks, Kings, Blues, Hurricanes, Knights, Oilers, I feel we're like all, we kind of agree on all those, right?
1: Yeah, Parlay them anyway, eh? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, make sure our talent set it. Get to that Slack group, sg.pn slash Slack. We'll be in there throwing live bets. I have some first period bets ready to go in there. I know Talon loves those, so definitely join that and also make sure you subscribe to the hockey gambling podcast by searching hockey gambling podcast where you listen to your podcasts that's on apple you can go to sg.pn slash hockey it's on spotify you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s and leave us a rating and review and it'll be uh right on next show
1: right on uh guys i'm talon jenkins you can find me at twitter at talon underscore jenkins 94
0: i'm ryan gilbert you can find me on twitter at r gilbert
2: Joel O'Mara, and you won't find me watching that damn soccer game between Canada and the U.S. Because <laughs> fuck that shit. Real footballs on. Go Joe Burrow. Go Bengals. Come on, let's go.
1: Fast milk's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Peace>. <laughs> 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 <laughs>